All right, welcome, welcome. This is the CSRN Video Minutes. I'm Brother Washington Muhammad, he, him, and we come to you every week uh, discussing some of the things that we've done uh, with CSRN and some of our partners the past week. Uh, we discussed some of the things that we're doing right now, which is planning some awesome events with, with others in the community. And we talk about some of the things that we're uh, maybe talking about in the future, whether that's Bill Out Black Mamas or getting that billboard back up. I think that's something we need to yeah, talk about soon. All right. And look, this is an awesome experience being able to talk about uh, social justice issues, uh, unbossed, unbought. And I got to send a shout out and thanks to Mike Leonardi and Jabril Bay, Kamasi Kush, Ebony Burks. And so many others that seven years ago came up with the idea that we can organize outside of religion and politics and invite different voices to the camp that can strategize and organize to make sure truth is is uh, is really speaking, you know, to power. It's awesome to be here today. I have on my black hat today. Got my glasses on from Optigo, and I've got my shirt. Uh, all lives can't matter until Black Lives Matter. And as always, I'm dedicated to respecting and protecting all Black bodies, no matter the cost, no matter the gains or loss. And as always, this is the home of Black Lives Matter and justice or else. Uh, we can, we got an awesome podcast for you today, talking about some community things that are coming up that we really think you need to be up on because there's some awesome individuals doing some things out of their own pocket to make things better for all of us. And also there's some things regarding city council that we're going to toss to Jody later on to give you the 411 on that. Uh, Jody, I think that I've covered everything on my list that I need to cover. Could you introduce yourself, what you have on? And I think you're opening up with our uh, mission statement. Yeah, yep. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Jody J. Summers, child of the system, better known as Spoken Truth. I'm the treasurer of this lovely, wonderful organization that has somehow kept his head above water. You know, sometimes we got a little close. Hey, uh, sometimes last... we got wet. <laughs> yeah, All right. That's right. We managed to survive for the last seven years, and as Brother Washington said, unbought, you know, not sponsored, grouped paid off by anybody to say stuff or things like that or disappear when we feel we ain't reached the quotas we need to we here we remain solid no matter what so uh yeah, shameless promo right here but we'll talk about that later um yeah so again uh we thank you for joining us continuing to join us it's like really hard i've noticed over the past year, I've seen some shows doing like the 50th show. I think our 50th was probably like, what do you want to say, back in April? Well, probably. So? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we started going virtual March of March or April of 2020. Yeah, it was right before May, May Day and all that stuff. So, yeah, but it's been bumps and rocks. We even had three separate studio changes. You see, we got some lights. Hey, lights that's before. right. We had times where I had to call in, Brother Washington had to call yeah. in, just lose the video completely. We even got bombed. So we initially started 
with doing the whole Zoom uh, Zoom bomb. Make sure you yeah. say that because he yeah, said we, we got bombs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got Zoom bomb. So, uh, and now we do this. We just go live. We talk to you. Uh, you see me on the phone. That's because I'm trying to communicate with you while we're live. But again, you can always watch on YouTube, watch past old shows. You could watch on our page, watch past old shows. And they're not really past because it's kind of current. You yeah, know, stuff right. happens every week, but we stay on message and Spotify. So if you just want to listen to us while you're taking that two-hour drive to go protest, you're more than welcome to. But uh, this is our video, this is our mission statement, which is how we've stayed together, which is whether a member is here for an event, a day, a podcast, or just to drop off a donation, or even in the community, which I'll be talking about later in the Black Lives book, just create something that donates to us. It's appreciated. It's love because it's a lot of hard work being unbought and what was the other word? Unbossed. Yeah, yeah. No, nobody you tells can't you tell me what to do. What to do. <laughs> you can tell that Oh, that's right. But uh, oh yeah, description. So I am a big brownson and toned bear of a man that is covered in tattoos and crystals and wristbands that denote the companies, organizations, boards, and brands that I run. Uh, I don't wear any specific clothing, so no Nike, Reebok corporate Walmart, Target, Disney, uh, Amazon type stuff. But uh, my clothing does occasionally come from other people. Today, I'm still wearing, as you know, every now and then a guy comes around, drops off that. I wear other people's stuff, but it's locally. Just don't have time to wear much stuff. But if you give me something or if you say, hey, people brand ambassador, get a hat. This is Filthy Feathers right here. The shirt that I'm wearing, I don't do shirts a lot because, you know, I got the whole shake of chakras right here. <laughs> But uh, is Live a Bomb Life? Shout out to Jared Boom Frazier. He allowed me early in my career to have a couple stages that uh, now that that place is taken over, but at the Uptown Green, you know, where we have some concerts and stuff. But uh, yeah, and the pants and the shirt, it's just a shirt that hides all my other little special, considering as a cloak. And I'm wearing, I, yeah, you can't see them, but I'm wearing my Hulk pants, the kind of maroonish purple. And if you get that reference, that's a comic book reference know about the hope but anyway uh this is our mission statement we hope you listen if you have a board out there and you're trying to figure out how to keep people together how to keep people engaged there you go we are the community solidarity response network formed on november 25 2014 the day after it was announced that the killer the ferguson missouri police officer of michael brown an unarmed teenager would not be indicted we bring awareness to the injustices experienced by black men, women, and children who are disproportionately murdered, attacked, provoked, and harassed by law enforcement. Police brutality has to end. We bring awareness to the fact that most often police brutality goes without consequence or accountability. Police impunity has to end. We utilize the tactics of civil disobedience, event destruction, and citizen advocacy to give voice to those who are otherwise voiceless. I'll repeat that. Citizen advocacy to give voice to those who are otherwise voiceless. We facilitate progressive community-based events that help foster self-development, and we discuss measures to hold local leadership accountable talking about gladiator, to their sworn duties, be they politicians, clergy, law enforcement, educators, etc., etc. We want justice. 
equal justice under the law, justice applied equally to all, regardless of class, creed, or color. For all lives to matter, black lives must matter. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And my gender pronouns are him, he, and me. Okay, why we? I never, I've heard he and him, I've heard he, she, her, and hers. Well, we for me is, again, those are my gender identities, but we for me is what I do. When I'm out in the community, when I'm out in city council chambers or doing a community event, reading poetry, writing books, putting stuff in libraries, all that good stuff, I'm not there to be, I guess, classified. So you don't need to look at me as that guy's awesome or or anything like that because that's as far as we're gonna get personally on that level. Hmm. I'm a community servant. It doesn't matter my gender, so I use we. Easy. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we're gonna segue right into our CSR and guiding principles, and this is um, our mission statement gives us direction so that you know what we're about. And it's really cut and dry when you look at our mission statement, who we're about yep. and why we're about that. Well, you gotta have something or you should consider having something to hold things together because there are many, many personalities that make up CSRN from, from Julian to Gina, from Lonnie to Ruth, from Ruth to uh, Brianna, from Brianna, and it goes on and on. Connor, Connor, all, right? All of those, right? All our allies. I mean, right, right. So that's that's a lot of people to bring together in Oregon, in Oregon, in Bruce. All right, shout out to Bruce. Um, May 30, twenty twenty. Hey, you held it down, bro. Um, so there's a lot of things. There's a lot of people, a lot of personalities um, that we work with. So how do you hold them together and how do we hold ourselves accountable uh, we do that through our guiding principles and this is the csrn guiding principles all black lives matter queer black lives trans black lives formerly and presently incarcerated black lives poor working class black lives differently able black lives black men and women lives immigrant black lives black elderly and children lives all Black Lives Matter and are the creators of this space. We throw no one under the bus. We rise together. Ashe. Ashe. And Ashe means one who changes a thing or one who makes a thing happen. Thriving instead of surviving. Our vision is based on the world we want, not the one we're currently in. We seek to transform, not simply react. We want our people to thrive, not just exist. Think beyond the possible. Ashe. Ashe. Experimentation and innovation must be built into our work. Embrace the best tools, practices, and tactics, and leave those behind that no longer serve us. Ashe? Ashe. Evaluation and assessment must be built into our culture. Critical reflection must be a part of our work. We learn from our mistakes and our victories. Ashe? Ashe. Principal struggle can exist in a positive environment. We must be honest with one another by embracing direct, loving, Ashe. love, self-love 
is practiced in every element of all we do. Love and self-love must be a driver of our work and an indicator of our success. Without this principle and without healing, we will harm each other and undermine our movement. Ashe? Ashe. 360-degree vision. We honor past struggles and wisdom from elders. The work we do today builds the foundations of movements of tomorrow. We consider our mark on future generations. Ashe? Ashe. Self-care means we build resilient spaces by budgeting time, energy, and resources for healing. Self-care is a regular, essential, consistent, and intentional, intentional practice. Ashe? Ashe. The most directly affected people are experts at their own lives and should be in leadership at the center of our movement and telling their stories directly. Ashe? Ashe. Training and leadership development should be fundamental. Our movement must constantly grow and leadership must constantly multiply. Ashe. Ashe. Um, and I want to add that our guiding principles is something that we lifted from the uh, movement for Black Lives that myself, Jody, uh, Julian, and others attended in 2015. Yeah. That was right before Justice or Else. Yeah. All right, so there's a lot of things going on. And we attended this conference in Cleveland where all of the organizers were 40 and under. All young people giving some dynamic ideas, putting together a different approach for the movement and how we're going to move forward. Yeah. And, go ahead. I was going to say it was beautiful. They had it for a couple of days. We showed up uh, for the final day. And to be honest, because we all have our, done our award show and stuff. And a lot of that kind of was molded in a way off of that, where we had culture right on the spot. I still have video of going into the amphitheater and the drumming and speaking out and names and yeah that's also what we try and kind of what we bring some toledo flavor of course into it right but when we do our ceremonies we don't want some bland hey we're celebrating somebody and that's it no we want you to live and that's remember right. that day like it was like it is part of history right so whenever if you ever go on to one of our events um so many things are added to how we do things from um elements of the naacp elements of U.S. United Slaves, um, Dr. Milana Karanga, and the principles of Kwanzaa is added into our events, um, um, bits and pieces of the Nation of Islam and its history are into our, you know, opening uh, Juneteenth, yes. so many things. And, and, Black and it's, August. Black August is truly a well-rounded Black experience, uh, and, and also adding in um, the Black church is added into our event. And, and I wanted to say this right before our break, usually for a really big event, if it's a, a protest where we consider that it, there may be, um, it may be a difficult protest, we'll call a local pastor. I'll call a local pastor and, and have him or her to say a prayer before we go to the front lines. And um, and that's something that, you know, that I practice so that everybody could be included, you know, into this space. 
Hey, look, Jody, I think that... Um, I want to add, too. Go ahead. He's super humble. Not once at any event has he selected himself to be that bastard. Oh, right. Or religious figure. Right, right. And, and I think that we have more than enough. All right. Look, we have more than enough to pull from. And it's been a great journey. I think that we found an awesome balance of heat, all right, and political diplomacy, all right, <laughs> and more heat. Uh, and, and the fact that Jody said earlier, unbossed means that we pay our own way, but we wouldn't be able to do any of this without the community. Yep. All right. Without the community, our sympathizers, our supporters, our comrades, our confidence that uh, really allowed us to do what we do for this time. Look, Jody, I think that we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to be discussing uh, city council. Yeah. That was a big event. That was something that no one saw coming, including me. So it seems like some of them. <laughs> All right, well, don't give it away now. So listen, hang on, uh, stay with us. This is the CSRN Video Minutes. We'll be right back. Now you can get the same uncompromising truth you've come to expect from the Final Call newspaper on all your connected devices. Subscribe to the Final Call Digital Edition today. Go to subscribe.finalcalldigital.com. All right, that was the Final Call newspaper. And um, if you like me, you've probably been wondering, hey, where are the brothers? They used to be on the corners with the suits and the bow ties with the Final Call newspaper. Uh, look, right after the pandemic, a lot of us brothers from the Nation of Islam, um, we went digital. So you can find the Final Call paper on finalcall.digital.com. And we have some physical copies of the Final Call newspaper at your community market on Nebraska and Pulaski. You can find some digital um, uh, prints of the Final Call newspaper at Yummies, that's on Nebraska. We got a lot of spots on Nebraska. You'll find them at Powell's um, Beauty and Supply. They allow us to put the Final Call newspaper in there. So all of your hair needs, with the exception of me, put all your hair needs, go to Powell's uh, Beauty and Supply and recycle those black dollars. And lastly, if you're looking for an up-to-date current edition of the Final Call, um, check out Bobby Howard's on the corner of Indiana, um, I mean, yeah, or on the corner of Nebraska and Hawley. And I think soon, um, a lot of the brothers in Toledo, uh, we've been given a go ahead to get back out in the streets with our masks and our PPE. So look forward to seeing us back out in the streets soon with the Final Call newspaper. Um, talking about the things that you need to know. Jody, last week, one of our partners uh, sent me a text Oh, he gave me a call and said, hey, look, Brother Washington, I'm in Facebook jail, so I can't post this. It's really critical information about the city of Toledo and what's happening. And he said, I don't believe that they want everybody to know. I said, okay, send it to me. He sent it to me. I looked at it. I'm like, I am not posting this. Let me vet, let me vet it and check 
into this, and it was true. Yeah, it was true. So um, I thank you, brother, for sending me that text, and I posted it right away on our page and on my page, and got some shares. Uh, it's regarding. $180 million plus, not $180, all right? We can talk about my bank account there, all right? But $180 million, they had a meeting today at 12 noon. So if you don't want us to show up at a meeting, have it on a Tuesday at 12 noon, all right? But I'm so thankful for the community that would uh, let us know things because something that one person may not be willing to post We'll post that, all right? We'll post it because we're unbought and what? Unbossed. Yeah. So we we, we have a Jody. Right, and we have a Jody. All right, if you don't like it, you know, you see Jody, all right? You know, so, and, and I thank you for attending the session today. Um, from For you, Jody, what were some of the things that you heard? Um, did you speak? And what are some of the things that we need to be looking out for? Um, and again, that, that's another hope reference uh, and stuff like that when fans. But for for me, uh, yeah, like you said, if you don't want us to know something, just kind of like keep it out of like past notes because I I do quite a bit of information. Uh, and I run six boards here. Village Adams is about to start. It's summer. It's the waning moments of summer. It's also about to be an election season, and I am an elected official. I'm just not running for nothing where they have to pay me uh, or right. anything like that. But I still have all the same information and stuff that they get through coming through my emails. And I didn't see nothing, not from the Democratic Party or the other boards. It was like a ghost out thing. So I got there and then started listening, you know, took a couple snaps. I saw uh, Tina and her movement people out there clearing a whole aisle section side of stuff. Uh, just to listen and listening. We have um, lawyers up to people. It, it's, I don't know, politics is different because it's always somebody trying to delay something or let you know something that's been posted for a month, but it's down on the lake in this little post-it card. And that's kind of what the situation was. As I got in there and started listening to them describe 180, I think it's like 186 million, but we'll just say 180 million because you know some things get lost in 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 like certain a million dollars, yeah, like a million dollars, or, or roads and stuff to right. guy or blockbusters. But either way, um, it seemed like the the city council as well were really un, unaware or unprepared because the deadline to respond, which again by the time you see this video or if you are watching live was Friday for them to actually come up with a rebuttal or try and figure something out. They already have received, now repeat that again, city council or the city of Toledo has already received $90 million and they're getting another 90 million in August. How this is going to be dispersed is one of probably, again, it's very complicated, convoluted, and there are people who know how to make loopholes and, and try and do stuff. But what I did learn by being there, and I did speak to, but I'll get to that later okay. on, um, is, yeah, this is kind of like the PPP loan where 
this ain't the city's money. It was expressed several times throughout this meeting. You cannot use it to pay off debt. You cannot use it to bail out your friends. You cannot use it to run your campaign. You cannot use it to pay for things you should have paid for with money you just miraculously found. This is our money. That $180 million is the city of Toledo citizens, not the government, not activist organizations, not community boards, right. or anything like that. This is our money. Thursday, and you should see it. Um, again, I, I've gotten acquainted with a few, even a few of the newer city council members that were appointed. They were also shared very many concerns. Tiffany herself uh, expressed, and I, I, I look forward to seeing the survey Thursday, of the length that the survey was, that it might deter people from wanting to talk about it, which again is another just kind of like, uh, uh, um, what is it, gerrymandering and stuff? Yep. You know, you're supposed to go over here, my house is here, but you know, you, you got to go 10 miles down the road. We know you're in a walker, but that's where it is now. It's kind of one of those situations. So I, I implore everybody when you see this go out, Thursday is the deadline. So call your city council people, call your mayor, standing mayor, because this is a five, five-year plan. So the people that sit on city council right now, including our city mayor, may possibly not be there when this is done. So they are mm -hmm. kind of pre-planning. There is another board attached to this because the powers of the city, which was expressed several times, have no control of this money. They can't be like, hey, you know, Jim, you know you've been doing great work. I'm going to throw, no, you can't do that because you're going to jail. I just want to repeat that again. If you do that or have done that or made promises, you're going to jail because I'm going to be watching all of this. All of our local activists and people that found the million dollars that wasn't supposed to be put are going to be watching you very closely because $180 million is going to be used for infrastructure. Yes, roads. But this is not all roads. If somebody right. is telling you this money is for roads, they're lying to you. So roads and infrastructure and urban, low-income communities, which got hit the hardest. So if you're talking about Springfield, Perrysburg, no, nope. this isn't your money. You're talking about, um, um, I don't know, other areas that aren't situated where you have projects where you don't have grocery stores because we've got so many food deserts going on. Right. That's what this money is for. Community centers like the Frederick Douglass Center, the YWCA, the YMCA, things that were affected as of March last year, 2020. So if you just started up your new LLC and it's like, hey, I'm going to no, this ain't that. So roads, communication, so Wi-Fi, making sure that it's accessible to everybody and then there is the catch-all, as the um, person from the government explained, and, and we have actually had to hire, which I believe one of the council members, might have been Ludeman, uh, praised, which is kind of crazy, but they needed to add more people to the um, physical, what is that word, uh, our financial department, because I guess that was lacking. So they added somebody just to, you know, overlook the books, make sure everything was going right. Um, yeah, so that department is going to be taking a look at this. The survey is going out Thursday, and the catch-all is to improve and beautify and make our neighborhood safer, to give opportunities that have been kind of stripped away and then given them back, but 
stripped away from the communities, i.e., Frederick Douglass and the community yeah. center, job training facilities that can get people better jobs or a better lifestyle than just going to some fast food place or working at some car factory. Uh, yeah, so that's what this money is for, to be used to help improve the lives of the next generations, not somebody with greedy pockets right now that's just looking for a handout. No, right. well, we got a lot of those. <laughs> we, um, we sure do. Uh, again, I'm pretty sure I saw a few of them in there, but I'm still happy that I saw somebody in there. Uh, again, this was very short notice. There was about 30, 40 people on the movement uh, that was there. Shout out to Tina again. I saw uh, Ashford there. He was in the crowd. People, Donetta, shout out to you. Again, our, our council members who were on the board where it wasn't just like, oh yeah, we saw some stuff. No, they were asking questions. They were like, because um, this again, kind of got sprung on them. They have until Friday of this week to make any rebuttals or claims or stuff like that. After that, that's it. Then the federal government and our committee boards and our surveys will step in. So mm -hmm. I repeat again, if somebody has promised you something, don't believe them because it's going to be the citizens of Toledo that decide where this money is going. Not an organization, not a camp, not a political party, not a movement, not any of that, mm -hmm. but the people. Well, um, before I wanted to ask if you spoke, yes. you did get a chance to speak, but I, I do want everyone to know that you said that this money is not supposed to be um, promised to anyone. Uh, they shouldn't have given out a dime. Then you go to jail. I just uh, need to well, say that. Well, I, I end up getting the privilege of being in, in many different rooms that older people uh, are in, and that's already started. You I, know, the promise yeah. of, of, of hush money, the, the promise of go along to get along uh, money, that's already started. And I don't know how it's been facilitated but it's already started, and um, the federal government is going to have um, some hell of a follow-up. Oh yeah, you know, with that. If if it's true, if it's true what was said, uh, if it's true what was said. I hope you back out now. Right, right. Because uh, again, nothing is supposed to be spent until the surveys are done. There are going to be six community town halls. One of them will be virtual for those people that are still cautious about fake things coming out the house and stuff like that. But nothing is going to be decided until then. So if you got a promissory note, if somebody promised you that this is going to get done because of the money, the citizens of the city could say, hey, we want an amusement park. Yep. If, if that's what everybody collectively says, that's what gets done. And all those promises go out the window. People say, you know, the street can take a beating for till you're out of your seat, but we want this money going to community centers. We want teaching and learning programs. We want arts and crafts where we can actually visibly see them instead of having to go online. That's where the money is going to go to. So not a penny has been decided until all of this. And it's an arduous task. I mean, politics sucks. I, I enjoy my office, but politics suck. And that is truthfully one of the ways that it works you promise people stuff and, and 
or you get donations or grants and then sometimes make it a little slippery on what is what but at the end of the day you should be honest with your constituents as an elected official i don't just show up because hey i'm doing art or doing books or doing activism i'm there because a lot of them don't know that a lot of them yeah, at one point i never showed up to any of this stuff so now that i do i have to be even more diligent that i'm privileged enough to be in the spaces Man, where right. they don't want me and i know i'm that one and not just because of the color of the skin that's a little bit of it but because i don't conform i don't perform i don't take bribes i don't take nice kind words i am there for strictly the purpose to improve my neighborhood my community just as i was at the domestic violence discussion at navarre park with judge stacy cook it it's my plea mm. okay all right hey, look we're going to take a short break we're going to come back uh we're going to discuss some of the that's happening in, in the city and before we do that if you ever wanted to participate in helping csrn you can hit us up on our cash app which is 419 I mean, CSRN419, get Jody out of there. There you go. Uh, our PayPal is CSRN419. This is how we make things happen in the community. This is how we continue to stay unbossed uh, and unbought. So stay tuned. This is the CSRN Video Minutes. Shout out Cheryl. Shout out Nika and Jessica Smithers. I will talk about these things that you posted in the group when we come back. That's what's up. Hey, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Did you know addiction is a disease, not a moral dilemma? The opioid epidemic and substance use have a major impact on communities of color and many people's lives. Wasion Wellness Recovery Support Center offers culturally relevant, inpatient and outpatient behavioral health treatment and recovery support services to any Ohioan struggling with addiction, mental health, or finding sober safe housing. We must recognize that treatment is available and accessible to all. If you are in need of treatment or want to find out more information, you can call 1-888-728-2713 to talk to someone or schedule an appointment. We are back. This is the CSR and Video Minutes. I'm Brother Washington, one of the co-founders. I don't think I said that earlier. Not many things that I've been a part of the, the first initial stages of this, but Jabril and Mike came to me after they already had the idea of CSRN or Community Solidarity Day was, and they just tapped me to um, organize the event. And after that, Jody, Every Tuesday, we kept coming back. Yeah. All right. Don't ask me to do anything else on Tuesday between six and seven thirty because it ain't happening. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. You can ask me because I've been looking for a reason to get off this thing anyway. So you can always ask me, uh, and then I'll defer to um, to Jody. Hey, listen, we were checking out our inbox, and there was a lot of questions, a lot of concerns about this money. Uh, there's been a lot of, I think, some either misinformation or possible things. Uh, could you talk a little bit about what this isn't? Yes. 
So, um, and on my page, I think I shared it to CSRN too, and I'll be sharing it on Instagram. I took one minute clips of where the money was going. Again, it's impressively detailed on about what, how, what could be used for roads, what could be used for stuff. Not one thing in there, again, is to be used by the city for the city's benefits. That includes police, fire departments, paramedics, any of that stuff. This money is not for them. This money should not go to them, no matter how much they like. They have actually, I think, three other Ooh. grants that the city has gotten that you could use for that. You want to pay off a deficit. You want to make something happen with the police because you think kids need to see more police to not be afraid of them, even though that's why they don't want to talk to the police in schools. Because I remember that slow transition to where we had like security officers and then police, and it just made me not trust them more because now I'm being watched constantly. No, for me personally, and, uh, and I know a lot of teachers and, and students agree with me, police don't need to be in school. Have them outside, you bring fight outside, whatever. But I don't need to be traumatized at home, especially if I live in an urban community or in projects or something, by seeing police circling me, watching me all the time, and then sending my children to school to have them watch like they're criminals. No. That is not going to stop violence because now I'm just going to try and find other ways to do some illegal stuff because there's this guy watching me here. Anyway, uh, it was expressed very specifically what you can and cannot do. The catch-all, or, or so it be, that is be used for community centers, infrastructure, and stuff like that, again, it's not for the city. It's not for councilmen. It's not for wow. organizational boards or planning committees or I want to take a trip to do something. No, you can't do that. This is money that was meant for the people that are the voices that are not heard, the underprivileged people, the people in low-income housing. Again, I'm precinct captain of 18C, which is the Wilders. One of those areas on the back show, and again, when they do share all of this stuff Thursday, I hope uh, maybe one of the council members send me something maybe from the video minutes or right. uh, the recorded minutes, or I'll just go up there myself while I have some free time and try and share that with you all so you have transparency. Um, a lot of things that I've learned is I've taken on more boards and seats and offices and I do more stuff that people aren't transparent. They want to promise stuff. They want to tell you stuff. And I thank you for your question. Matter of fact, let me give you a personal shout out. Jessica Smithers. Alexis means you can call me. You can talk to any of us. Uh, mm -hmm. we, we have good relationships with the Blade, Channel 11, all our other news outlets, our local papers like The Truth. Right. If you want to talk to us or you're saying that uh, implementing stuff, it's a reporter. Again, you got to right. think. Stories sell. And so also, um, I wouldn't even mind giving Alexis a call and having her um in the studio yeah, she, well, we'll in, in, in the studio we'll and she may be finding some things that we didn't know yeah. you know and if this money is to be used for community-based efforts only but she's seeing something else mm -hmm. that'd be some really good information that everybody can see that maybe the city of toledo is not having our best interest jayden hollering at you too right Maybe the city of Toledo and the government is not being up front. Have they ever not been up front mm -hmm. before? The answer is absolutely. Million dollars. 
Absolutely. Do you think that they will do it again? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to call. It's not every day that I call Alexis means, but I'm going to give her a call and say, hey, look, will you go on the record, Alexis, saying that you found this um, city government, you know, document of what the city of Toledo is going to do, mm-hmm. even if it contradicts what that grant is. Come on. Yep. All right. All right. All right. Uh, listen, Jody, speaking of things that are happening in, in the community, I really wanted to just go over a couple of things that are uh, going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the Hoodstock Foundation, and Hoodstock is coming up. We've got some viewers that may be on for the first time. This is something that we're one of the sponsors, yep. all right, and you're heavily involved. I'm an executive I'll, board member. Right, and I'll back you a thousand percent, whatever that, <laughs> whatever that means. But what is Hoodstock, and how can people learn more about it? So um, if you watched last week's show, Devon Fane came on. Uh, Fagan, he came on and discussed it. He is our CEO, our, our president of the organization. Gutter Day will be co-chair. I'm Sergeant at Arms. Um, and then we have several other members. I'm not going to list everybody's name. You know, some people don't want to be that public. But they still get work done when it's time to do That's it. That's right. Uh, it's in a I'm not one of those people. All right. I want you to know it's me kicking <laughs> in your door. All right. All right. There. I just want to get that out there. So um, it's, it's basically a way to kind of what this on um, a much smaller scale, what this urban revitalization Toledo thing is supposed to be about. Uh, every year, We've had some type of fundraiser, which involves giving back to kids. Our primary focus is on feeding and nurturing future generations to become strong leaders. I'm going to be paraphrasing a lot because just like we're here, I don't memorize this stuff. You know, I can't take it with me everywhere. But uh, this year we'll be having another event in conjunction with the City Park League. Shout out to Montrese, uh, the Hear Me Terry guy, if you know him and stuff. Um, in conjunction with City Park League and their game, we give out book bags. We have a outreach so you can reach some mental health right. people, um, some areas to get job training, and we give out book bags. Last year, we gave out 600 book bags, and it still wasn't enough. And I can't say it as eloquently as Devon did, but that still hurts to know that I thought I had enough, and now I have to look at these kids who've been waiting in line or whatever circumstances I can't alleviate that stress off the home because that's a big problem why kids drop out of school, why they become unencouraged and take to a fast and quick route because I can't talk to mom, I can't talk to dad, teacher tells me to just do this stuff, police tells me to put my hands behind my back, and then the jobs tell me I just don't look right for the position. So where else do you go? So this is the way for us to... That's true. That's true. It's, it's, It's... kind of life. So this is a way for us to alleviate that by coming up with programs. And uh, last year, of course, the year we don't speak about the year, um, we couldn't do it. But in 2019, we held it. And I believe you said this has been going since 1997. 1997, 1990. Yeah, Somewhere around the 90s. Yep. Late yep. 90s. Um, yep. But every year it continues to get bigger, just like with our organization. You learn from your mistakes, you build up, you meet more constituents and people who may do promises and not. But either way, at the end of the day, it's going to happen. August 8th, you will see a community come together 
like it's supposed to, without the arguing, without the fighting, and, and kids just having fun. So I look forward to that. And uh, if you want to donate, if uh, we have sponsorship packages available on our page, if you want to drop off a book bag, I believe, I think he said last week, and I haven't been able to check the page because all my other boards activated, but that you can find out some of our drop-off locations. So it doesn't matter whether you got a dollar or $10,000, you are appreciated because you are doing something that many other people won't trying to search for free money and we're trying to give money back to the community. Hmm. All right. Uh, and what day is that again? August 8th. August 8th. Um, something I wanted to mention was every Sunday, uh, you and I, we meet at uh, Eden Community Garden. It's yep. the um, Black Lives Matter Garden right there on in the middle of Boston Place. And Boston Place is right off uh, Collingwood, between Collingwood and Fulton. Yep, it, it, it is in the hood. Uh, and we come together every week to plant, harvest, uh, maintain uh, our garden. You might have even seen uh, Sister Sally Ramel uh, on the corner of uh, City Park. Is that City Park in, um, in Pinewood? I think, I think so. I, think Pine. I know City Park right. is right next to Art Tatum's right, house. Right, right next to the Art Tatum house. So there's a big group of, of us in the community that are considering gardening. So if you want to be a part of uh, Eden Garden, just report four o'clock every Sunday, the middle of Boston Place. You cannot miss the uh, defund the police signs and the Black Lives Matter signs and the flowers too. So we got some signs, we got some flowers out there. Yeah, I also wanted to give a shout out to um, Terry Crosby and Juwan Armour uh, who put together the 2021 Youth Summit last week it's not often that you put on a youth summit and young people show up i think i saw him there too right and there's some um whatever formula they use to uh put this um summit together they need to bottle it and i need to take some notes because uh, i've been a part of things where we say we want to help the youth and we're going to come out and discuss it and it's only old people there yeah and no youth so they really did an excellent job of encouraging young people. Uh, last couple of things uh, is the festival. Uh, I don't know if we had it last year. No, again, last year was the year we don't speak about in Baltimore where everybody was in the house or everything was canceled. And even up until maybe, what, last month, that might have happened this year. A lot of stuff is still canceled, but uh, people are pushing through. People are, yeah. you know, doing whatever they feel necessary to make themselves feel comfortable and able to come outside and stuff is happening well i think we were probably the only people that wasn't canceled <laughs> we, yeah. we're still in the street i took a three-month uh, vacation then i built a food bank so yeah. i mean you know it's, it's mm, stuff like that uh tremaine rayford did i say that right yeah tremaine rayford in, in, in the program i think that he's having a, uh, another event and the program you can either Go to Facebook and type in Tremaine Rayford and go to his page and check out the program. I think you can also put in your search bar, Facebook search bar, the program this work with teaching our young men how to be responsible, how to be courteous, etiquette, uh, self-confidence, the whole shot. We need to have Tremaine on. Yeah. Wow, I just thought of that. Um, yeah. We need to have Tremaine on. Tremaine and... Um, um... 
and I haven't seen him post anything about it, but um, two miles to march. Uh, Chris McBrayer? Chris McBrayer, too. All he right. would be a great person to bring in. Even got a day, I know he's like super busy right now. Uh, appreciate you with everything going on with the Arts Commission and stuff like that. So there are a lot of positive outreaches that from people who, when we were growing up, we didn't have this. We didn't have that strong male or brother or sister because there's a lot of uh, women doing empowerment things right. and pop-ups and spa days and mental health days and stuff like that. That wasn't going around when I was a kid. It was, this is how stuff is done. And if you don't like it, you just don't like it. We're not really trying to help you. So a lot of people are pushing the initiative to not only get things done in our community, but keep the politicians on their toes and stop them from making promises they can't really achieve. All right. Ooh. Okay. All right. I, I guess the shots fired at all of them. Oh, yeah. Mr. Curry might be running. Yeah. Uh, right. And, and I heard that. Um, and we'll just see how it shake out. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, it goes. I mean, it, it brought buzz on social media. But again, that's social media. If if you get all your information from social media or the news or newspaper, you're missing a good eighty percent of real life that goes on. That's why they need to check into this podcast. Hey. All right, so you can <laughs> find out what's going on behind the scenes. And, and you know, lastly, I wanted to mention. I saw Gutter David posted this. Uh, and I'm going to share it. It's the Feeding the Culture Food Truck. Yep. This is going to be Sunday, uh, July 25th. I'll be a part of that. Right at the Uptown Green. Uh, come out and visit some of the, um, the the black food truck owners and maybe others out there. But spend your money and recycle our dollar in our community. So come out, check this out. Um, all of the food trucks will be up. I'm yeah. going to be out there. Uh, I, I believe there's like 30 food trucks and 25 vendors. They still, I believe, are looking for spots. I got to turn my verification in, but I'll be there. It, it's going to be awesome. Uh, this is also the week before we start our huge uh, kind of fundraising community give back with the Village on Adams, which uh, that's going to be starting too. But the food truck festival, in case of you that don't know, it happened in 2019, the very first annual food truck. Right. Shout out to Tracy and Gutta and everybody involved in that. They brought out over 3,000 people. Well, I believe as vendor, just about sold out. Sold it out. was one of the first events of its kind in the city of Toledo. So uh, I think it's going to be a good year or two for us. Okay. And as you hear in our, in our podcast, we go over a lot of subjects. We got the street heat and also we talk about some of the economic development, uh, economic justice, and how we can pool our resources and, and help ourselves. One of the things also we practice is, is wellness. You might have saw our, our, our ad for Wasiyan Wellness, that in the days that we're living in, you might find yourself stressed and depressed. And we have a phone number here. It's a 24-hour hotline to call. I said, I think the last two, right? Right. Uh, 866 712-4401. Maybe we'll get our tech person to just put it on the screen. Why don't they do that? What, what is wrong with them? All right. Um, so in these times that we're living in, yes, please manage your mental health. Manage your emotional health. 
there's some uh, simple things that we can do from meditation to consider yoga, consider positive affirmations. Uh, tell yourself you love you every day, every minute. Give yourself a hug. These are some of the things that you can do by yourself to help lessen the stress, to help lessen the depression. Everyone that needs therapy doesn't necessarily have to have medicine. Yeah. Sometimes we need some self-care, some alone time to recent. So those are some of the things that you can do. One of the things that I do is I join the Bike Rides Matter group. Uh, they meet every Saturday at 8.30 at Uptown Green. And we're going to show a quick clip, and then we're going to come back, and I think we'll be either wrapping things up or we might be ready for five minutes of heat. I think we'll be wrapping things up. All right, so stay tuned. This ends. All right, this is CSR Video Minutes. We'll be right back. can ride a bike without falling, then you're good to go. Bike Rides Matter is a community bike group. Uh, we get together for fun, fitness, and fellowship. Uh, we ride weekly. Uh, right now we got a Tuesday ride where we ride on the UT Trail. Uh, we do Saturday right here at Uptown Green. That's our glow roll Saturday night. It was something I was already doing with my daughter just riding bikes, and uh, we just decided it would be cool to add the community, because we were just finding ways to make fun given the situation. Being that everything was closed down and options were limited, bike riding is one of those things you can do without any restrictions. You get to make new friends and just like, interact with people, especially during COVID. You still like have your mask on and stuff, but it's still good to like see people. It's a cool way to stay fit. We talk while we riding, we got music while we riding. I've met quite a few new friends and new people. Uh, I made some real cool connections throughout the city. Take advantage of the time you have. Take advantage of this pandemic. I know it's a lot of restrictions, but you can be creative and find new ways to have fun. One of which is this right here. That's our brother, Keith Cook, who last year, uh, while everything was shut down, he decided that he was going to meet at Uptown Green and ride his bike. And he asked if anybody else wanted to join him, they're free to join him. I wasn't on that type of stuff last year. I was like, nope, my wife was. So obviously now I am not dragged and kicking, but just dragged, all right? And it's, been, it's a wonderful experience seeing everybody come out. Uh, positive, uh, get some, you know, get some, some exercise, and man, uh, anybody's uh, able to join us for that. I wanted to send a special shout out to Jabril Bay. Yesterday was his birthday. Uh, I don't know how old he is now, but he's still a young man to me. He was one of the co-founders uh, of CSRN and a beautiful
person. Uh, you wouldn't know that by going on his page, but uh, he's an excellent person to know. So happy birthday, Jabril, and we look forward to seeing you soon. All right, Jody, uh, I just finished talking about uh, self-care. I talked about mental health and, and wellness, and you've had some things regarding art that you were doing. What were some of the things that you had going on? Um, well, and then again, I'm going to piggyback on that because I met Jabril. Uh, long before all this started, when I was in the studio uh, with a podcast years and years ago called uh, Cast Off Radio, uh, Bancroft Plaza, Power 109.9, shout out to Frank, shout out to Prophet, Tiffany, Tashiana, uh, everybody from that show. Actually, last weekend, kind of a little family reunion, he did a block party. But um, yeah, so last, this past weekend, uh, we had a tribute. Uh, for those of you that don't know, when I started my career, um, when that ended, a friend of mine who was at like the first two or three open mics that I did started hers. Her name was Stormy, aka Paula Blocker. I say in reverse because the poet is the person that I knew um, mm. more so. Uh, very inspiring, strong willed, beautiful, loving person. Last year we lost her due to heart failure. But um, the trunk is where we always had our open mic. It's gone every Friday, just like we did nonstop. At, um, up until she stopped because she had to move and stuff was going on, she held the longest open mic in the city of Toledo. Four wow. years. Um, so many people and everything. Um, so last week we had a tribute to her. Uh, you can see it on my page. I didn't share it to see a sign, but again, it's art, it's poetry, it's stuff that not everybody is into, but you never know. You might get some words, some grants, and some books. Okay, so that's the thing. Uh, so this book was made by Johnny McKentry. Check her out too. Uh, she does a lot of stuff in poetry. She um, helps out a lot of young poets, new poets, old poets. So this book is called, it's gonna tell me to do a drum roll, but uh, Black Lives. There we go, see that? So during the pandemic, I did several things, uh, things that are just coming out now. I shot two films, I did stuff with the library as your chapter of waits to help get kids to uh, read during the pandemic, which the city is actually waiting on a national award from that or stuff like that, um, and this book, along with a few other things. So this book is all local authors. Uh, me, a whole bunch of other people, um, might as well read the names, uh, if I can, all of them. But Sandra Gill, of course me, Joey, Tanasio Lyle Miller, Automatic, Natalie Gray, uh, Hunter Prey, who you've seen on one of our commercials about okay. the Millions thing. Melvin Douglas Johnson, who is wow. like a legend he, in the business he is our poet laureate emeritus yeah all right that is the baba yeah of spoken word so he's in there wow. and i want to say That's this awesome. right travel ellison terrell ellison i, I want to say but um this book you can contact johnny mckentry and another thing that happens just like the culture class and stuff like that and in Gathered Glass, when you get one of their Black Fist, uh, is when you purchase this, the proceeds go 
to improving the black community and they felt that the best way they can improve the black community because everything that happened would be made less. so um we appreciate you very much for that and i performed everybody's performance if she was alive to see that That's i know her look. heart would be touched it was i can't make that word stuff but still by the time that i got there which was like two hours late but uh there were still like 50 60 people there wow and we had it on the, on the back we plan on doing this uh the next i saw one, the pics yeah i saw the pics and the next one i believe is going to be on the 23rd and i think that's a friday to bring it back to its original date and original moment automatic is hosting i believe along with joni so if you want to find out more check out their pages there is a group on social media dedicated to that just be you because the time you can search uh for it and everything and if you have done poetry or you haven't, this might be another new weekly open mic spot to go to. Wow. That's safe, comfortable. You'll feel like family when you come. And you might gain a few family members when you leave. Um, so with that, uh, we're going to segue into five minutes of heat. Right. You've got a box here. What's the deal? What's the deal? The deal stay up. This little windy in here. So we got a fan. So we got some stuff. That's why it's not on the back of this because you see it's moving. But uh, so this, and for people that don't know, I do quite a bit of stuff, but this is sticker proof. I just kind of finished the project of one year taking artwork from my collection and transforming it into stickers, which there are about 2,000 between here, Cleveland, Columbus, Detroit, of uh, my graffiti work. Mm. What this box is, though is there's another thing i do called dream boxes uh -huh. so he was like how big is the box this is a dream box and what comes in a dream box? uh it, it's basically everything that i've produced over the last five years six wow. years six years four years with art and stuff but you'll get my book series you'll get all of these stickers there's 24 stickers artwork um you get like 10 yeah you get all of the chapters from Tears of the Wounded Volume 2. Next week, I'll talk about that because it officially just became in, in the library and you can request it. You request more, I'll bring them more. That's how authors work. Uh, so I'm happy that's in the library now. But yeah, this is it's 22 inches wow. by 13 inches by three inches deep. And when you get this mailed to your house and you pick it up, it is filled. So that's my dream box. You can ask me more about it individually on my page because Shameless bloods and all. So inside the dream box, also you get artwork. But inside the dream box is my latest illustration that I created for my four-year anniversary, which is called Mother Phoenix. That's awesome. So five minutes of heat because I actually have, um, after this, I'm going to drop off this first piece to the person that inspired it. Because uh, as an artist, as I feel, I have a very unique way. You won't find my stuff online. You won't find my stuff in stores. I may do the stickers, but I like that personal touch where you can't have it unless I met you. So unless okay. you get my signature and stuff like that, ain't no amount of money getting any of that. So this piece is uh, with my artwork. I also do poems and short stories and all that stuff. So this week... For five minutes of heat i'll be doing that which is called flight of the phoenix next week and probably consecutive weeks until this book is done 
that's where five minutes of heat is going to come from. I'm going to read, it may not be in their cadence, except for my pieces, but everybody that was a part of this book, I'll be reading you for five minutes of heat. So other than that, let's step forward. Let's in peace. I wanted to learn how to fly, but everyone I talked to told me to keep my feet on the ground, that I had no business dreaming about things that weren't a reality with calculatable outcomes. So I left, started walking places, traveling anywhere that my feet could take me. This honestly started back in grade school when my teachers would come with outdated books and I had a library, an updated library, thanks to my mother, to bring in the next day. I still went to detention for disobeying orders and I walked out of there too. As I got older, I learned to use my voice and I spoke proudly on every stage I walked onto. But those words were only fleeting in the moments that they were heard. So I made them a part of history by writing books to be remembered when I am no longer here to say the words. But not everyone reads, you say. So I turned them into art. Vivid visualizations of words that I inked and penned and turned into light. I wanted to learn how to fly, but there was no one to teach me. They all wanted to stay on the ground where it was safe. So I took a chance and jumped so I could unlock my fate. Grow through all the adversity life throws at you. So one day you'll be the shade of knowledge for someone to gain nourishment from in peace. And as always, we will snap our fingers. We wouldn't clap our hands. And man, five minutes of heat. Um, that was a term that uh, I like to have coined from an old Houdini rapper called uh, Five Minutes of Funk. And we always wanted to end our meetings in a non-traditional way. We always wanted to start our meetings in a non-traditional way. And for the past years, every week, you come with uh, a different, uh, different material. You come with some hard-hitting material that makes us uh, think. And this is one of the first times that I've really seen art and social justice, you know, work together. So as always, we're gonna close out with our solidarity pledge. And this is not only we have a, um, not only we have our guiding principles and we have our mission statement, we also have a solidarity pledge, which is our contract, you know, with ourselves. I'm going to say I, and I'd like for you, if you could, Jody, uh, to repeat uh, I. And I want to go back to something for anyone that wanted to um, assist us in making our community a safe and decent place to live. Uh, CSRN 419 PayPal, CSRN 419 Cash App, uh, every little bit helps. Uh, so, and also for our solidarity pledge. For you out there, uh, you could join us. And hey, uh, big shout out to um, uh, Tanasio. 
Yeah. I didn't know that he writes. Yeah, he's a published author. So I'm very proud. A lot of the people that in the book, Black Lives, this is their first published book. And that makes me happy too, because I remember that feeling of not just having a manuscript. People are like, where's this scribble? And then it's like, look, it's a book. It started out so unexpected. It went from spirals to stapled copies to now three books of mine are in the library because I wrote them to challenge future generations not to make the same mistakes I did. And I feel privileged to be in, to have been in the room where you started on the spiral. Yeah. <laughs> start telling all the all the truth. But, but you did get one. You got the whole oh, series. I, well, I had to get it. I had to get it. Um, but I saw him start writing um, these pictures and these writings on regular ruled paper. Uh, to the untrained eye, it was like, bro, what you doing? Come on, we need to go to this protest. Or what you doing? You need to be holding this sign. And you should never judge something while it's in transition. Whatever you see may be in this beginning stage. And, and I saw those writings. All right, on regular paper, I saw your picture. You only had one color of a pen yeah. uh, to the fact that you're a published author. You've got books in the library. You can go to Amazon and get a book. You can pull up to us on at an event. Yep. All right. Barnes Nobles. And wow. Here. It's, uh, there's actually free books on Kindle. I know my publisher going to hate this. But Shout out. The Kindle, you got Amazon Prime, you can get volume one, which is about domestic violence and suicide prevention, and breaking cycles and chains for free. You can listen to it for free. So shout out. And also I'm going to give a shout out to, we were, we were talking about wellness. We were talking about uh, self-care. And I think we have one of the top echelon counselors and clinicians. Uh, I think Reginald Coley had chimed in. So, um, big, you know, yep. man. I see Terrence. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat that's communicating and uh, at least putting something in there. A lot of times, again, this is live, so you may go back later on. But those that are watching and joining us right now, you've been with us for uh, an hour and 11 minutes. We thank you. So, Jessica Smithers, I hope I'm saying that right. Terrence Lamond. Uh, we've had, yeah, Reginald Coley, yes, in there. What? We got uh, Cheryl Williams, shout out to you. I've seen your work. She just did something on the uh, the 29th, the, 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 the glow roll, and right. everything like that. Anika, love you, Queen. Can't wait for your written words and everything. And our friend Douglas, the right. guy that made my staff. Right. Doug Whiting, um, brother comrade, thank you for being with us. Hey, listen, we're going to go ahead and shut it on down. Thank you for the time that you spent. And some of you in the, uh, in the chat, we're going to get back with them. Yeah. Uh, I need, I never heard Nazio spit before. Yeah. All right. So. You know, this is actually a normal side show. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Julie yeah. If we chime in, like, oh, no, they didn't. Oh, no, they we didn't. That's right. well, two we're, hours. We're not going to, we're not going to tell them we had a podcast tonight. All right. Hey, listen, this is our solidarity pledge. This is our contract with ourselves, uh, and let's begin. I was gonna say let's begin peace, but let's just begin. I don't want to get sued. All right. Uh, say I. I. 
Your name. Jody. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To love my brothers and my sisters. To love my brothers and my sisters. As I love myself. As I love myself. I. I. Your name. Jay Summers. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To study. To study. To improve myself. To improve myself. Spiritually. Spiritually. Mentally. Mentally. Morally. Morally. And physically. And physically. For the benefit of myself. For the benefit of myself. My family. My family. And my people. And my people. I. I. Your name. Child of the system. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To be a part of the solution. To be a part of the solution. The process. The process. And not the problem. And not the problem. I. I. Your name. Spoken truth. Pledge to strive. Pledge to strive. To give all that I can spare. To give all that I can spare. Of my time. Of my time. My strength. My strength. And energy. And energy. To achieve. To achieve. The above said. The above said. All right. So for you out there, uh, it's not hard to strive. Doesn't necessarily mean we're going to hit the bullseye, but we're going to be closer than we were if we didn't try it all. Yeah. So, and lastly, you know, all lives can't matter until black lives matter. And black lives can't matter until all black lives matter. Justice or else, peace. Yeah, yeah.